and gentlemen, welcome to the Sheepke Sheared Podcast. I'm your host, Austin Creed. I want to welcome you into the show. You know, my friends, I've been a little bit on a mission for the last couple days, especially. It's been hitting me a little hard with just how much we're in dire straits in this country today, especially with the economy being in the toilet, people having it a hard, really hard to find ends meet. They don't know what's going on. And Frankly, people are getting a little desperate, and it shows. I mean, it's all over social media, and subsequently, as the hard times continue to get worse, the consumption of social media, sports, reality TV, all that kind of stuff is also going up, according to what I'm seeing, which is really interesting. I find it an interesting parallel. But you know what's also interesting is with that comes the additional focus on hard questions. And one of these hard questions is this, who benefits from marriage? Because I want to make one thing perfectly clear here. While I cannot advocate for marriage, I I don't recommend you get married at all. There is a caveat there. And the reason is because of the marriage laws, the way they are, because women just are not interested in they want they want to be progressive and then they when they want you as the man to be traditional that's the problem okay i just boil and boiling it down it's been very simple terms. which then leads to men we as men we don't really benefit from marriage that much just so you know men tend to romanticize the idea of marriage and women tend to be more about the business side of it this is business business numbers is this working Yes. Yay! Problem is to survive the days we are in. Marriage could be a solution, but the problem is men don't really have a reason to get married anymore. We don't. And the only men who really are getting married anymore are the religious ones. And even then, I would say that men who are religious, they shouldn't be getting married because the marriage that is spoken of in the Bible is not the marriage you're getting, you're getting into. It's not. It's really not. And I, I hate to be the guy, I hate to sound like a Debbie Downer. I hate to be the guy that's just fire and brimstone, doom and gloom, whatever you want to call it. You know, I get it. But the problem is men just don't benefit from marriage. That's my assertion today on the show. And I, I wrote a lot about it. If you think I've never talked about it, Biblical Bachelor is full of reasons why I say that mar- marriage is just not the answer right now. It should be, but it's not. And the reason it isn't is because we as men, we don't benefit from marriage anymore. It's actually really interesting. But we'll get into a couple clips that I want to show for you today. But before we get into that, I really want to talk about an interesting experience I had earlier today, actually. So there's this girl I have class with. And we had a very interesting conversation. She, um, so my teacher, would he was posing questions you talk to in a small group and all that kind of stuff, which is pretty normal in a classroom setting in college. But it was interesting because the girl I sat next to, I've sat, I've had other classes with her, but we've never had a conversation really before. And so when I asked her, what is something that you hate? And she looked at me and she was like, I hate weak men. And I was like, oh, what? you hate weak men. Well, that's interesting. Okay. Uh, why? What, what does that mean to be weak? And then we had a very interesting exchange. She basically, long story short advocated for the traditional man. She showed me a picture of the, you know, the World War II soldiers who kissed their wives goodbye as they got on a train to go to training. And she said, that's the kind of masculinity that shouldn't come back. And you know what? I understand what she's saying. Truthfully, I do. 
Here's the problem, though. There are men out here like myself who believe in traditional masculinity, we, but we also understand where traditional masculinity stems from. Because we've read The Manipulated Man. We have read The Art of War. We've read The 48 Laws of Power. We understand how this works. But here's the, here's the interesting part. And maybe, and I actually, I gave, I gave this girl my number because I really wanted to talk more about it. And maybe we will talk about it in the days and months to come. But what's really fascinating to me is that I guarantee you she's not alone. The reason I bring this up is I know she's not alone. There are women out there who want this. Here's the problem, though. Because it's very easy to say, oh, well, Austin, the answer's right there. There are women who still care about this. Yes. Yes, they do care about it. Here's the problem, though. Here's what they're not telling you. They, and I could be speaking out of turn. I doubt it, but I could be. Just to give a little caveat there. But I'm, I guarantee you, well, here's what they're not telling you. They're not telling you is they don't, have, they don't want to be lesser than so that you can be, they don't want to submit to you. They want you to become even more masculine so that they don't have to change. In other words, they want to take the lazy path and you have to be the one to take on all the responsibility and the protection. But with that protection, they don't want to be controlled because control to them is like a, ooh, no, ew, ew, we don't want to be controlled, ew, no. They view the word control as in, I have to wear chains. No, no, no. There's nothing to do with chains. But you see, that's the problem. People want their protection, but one of the places where you need to be protected is from your own choices. But when you say that to many women, this is their response. This is the worst kind of discrimination. The kind against me. That's their reaction. They have this immediately gut reaction, which is largely thanks to Bella Abzug, in my estimation, and her cohorts, her den of demons, who pushed forward this idea that Karl Marx and Frederick Engels came up with in the Communist Manifesto, which was the woman is the proletariat and the man was the bourgeoisie. The woman was oppressed by the oppressor who was the man. The woman was the servant to the man who was the overlord, when in fact, it's actually the opposite. In case you wanted to know, it's actually the opposite. Why else would a man go to work nine to five, the wife sits at home using machines? Like, I never understood this. A woman will complain that, oh, I have to do the cooking and the cleaning and blah, blah, blah. You mean the stuff that you literally just push a button to, to do? That's hard? First of all, the best cooks in the world are men. If we really want to get down to who's actually better at cooking, it's not you. That's number one. Number two, the whole cooking and cleaning thing, there are vacuum cleaners, there are laundry machines, there are... Robot, the iRobot the I thing, the thing that, like, the robot that cleans a the floor. There are so many conveniences, labor-saving devices, and all these things, but yet that's that classifies as as hard as my nine-to-five job. Oh hell no! No, I don't think so. No, that's why I don't, I don't buy this garbage. This argument is stupid. This argument is stupid. But you don't have to take my word for it, because we're going to get into a couple clips here. Because apparently, people want to say, and I'm sure it's for views, for sure, but apparently they say that men benefit from marriage. So I said, oh, we got to check this out. 
Let's check this out, shall we? Did you know men really benefit from getting married? Research has suggested that men in particular benefit from married life. A major survey of over 120,000 American adults found that married men are healthier than men who've never tied the knot or whose marriages ended in divorce or widowhood. They you also me. live longer. I believe that. I'm not shocked at all. Of course because you, do. you neglect your health and you typically in a marriage the woman would take on that role. You think it's just like a mother role? Uh. Okay. Oh boy. Oh my god. So here's the problem right here. I'm not even going to get into this woman's appearance. It's not it's not important to the conversation and all it's going to do is distract me. Let's get into this, okay? Let's let's watch the video again. Let's break it down piece by agonizing piece. And let's just let's break this argument down here, okay? I don't want to make broad sweeping statements. Let's just break this down one by one, shall we? Here we go. Let's go through it again. Did you know men really benefit from getting married? Research has suggested that Pause. What research? Who did the study? I cannot I cannot express this enough. Anytime you hear the words research, experts, or studies show, you need to immediately look at who did it, who funded it, what was the hypothesis, what was the what was the overall reason for the study. You need to break all that down. Because that's what they're not telling you. Number one. You need to look at who did it, who funded it, who influenced it. You need to look at all these factors. What was the control variable? What was the who was the control group? What what were they testing for? How did they how did they measure it? You need to look at all these things because if you don't, you're falling right into the trap they want you to say that as soon as you hear the word research, oh, oh, oh my goodness, it must be science, it must be fact. <gasps> we have to stop. No, no, I don't think so. Oh. I ain't falling for that. No. You see, here's the problem. If he had said, according to a Harvard study done by X person and X group using X, re X funding, then I would say, okay, okay, at least I know where to look to find this study. You know how much research is done? What research? What are you talking about? Who did it? Who funded the research? But they don't mention that part. Notice that. Right out the gate, you need to be able to understand that People will cherry-pick research to fit what they want to say. And the people in lab coats, the people who have the degrees and all the titles and all the letters next to their name and their title, they will do that. Why? Because people care more about the results and not the factors, variables, and phenomena that led to that result. You need to understand that right out the gate. So don't fall for this garbage. That men in particular benefit from married life. In particular, how? Explain to me how. A major survey of over... And again, major survey. From where? Who funded it? Who did it? What were the variables? What was the hypothesis? You don't discuss any of that. 120,000 American adults. Wow. How vague can you get? How vague can you possibly get? What the hell? Over 120,000 American adults found that married men are healthier than men who healthier what what does that mean healthier explain what healthier means again these are broad terms they use big numbers and broad terms to make their point 
in vague research that's not cited. This stinks to high heaven. This is what propaganda is. Who've never tied the knot or whose marriages ended in divorce or widowhood. They also live longer. I believe that. I'm not shocked. Of course you believe that because you want to believe that. Again, here's another problem. People will believe research if they want to believe it. They don't care where it came from. They don't care who wrote it. They don't care who funded it. They don't care about any of it. All they care about is the result. And that's the trap. Do not fall into that trap. Act at all because you neglect your health. What? And you typically in marriage, the woman will take on that role. You think it's just like a mother role? Uh. Okay, you know what's really disgusting? I love it. Women, okay, and before we do anything, let's go into this comment section, okay? Let's go into this comment section. Woman in the comments. She, she, oh gosh. She ain't say it, so I'ma say it. Oh, hell no. Can I get the English translation? Yes. Next comment. And studies show that women who never marry live longer and healthier. What? Again, what studies? People are picking studies that fit their narrative. They're not actually talking. Do they say what, what study? Nope. 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 No, no, no mention. Really? Because last time I checked, the women who, quote, are live longer and healthier who aren't married, uh, they are desperate for a man. And uh, they're the ones who are talking about marriage. No, man, not a mother role, a nurturing role. We don't have to play the mother role to be nurturers. I see what she's saying. I don't inherently agree, but I see what she's saying. Women add value always. Huh? What? What are you talking about? Where? Where? Ex please explain to me where. Where? You bring the thing between your legs. Yeah, yeah, that's true. What else? I'll wait. What else you got? Crazy, man. Absolutely crazy. Because when women get married, they inherit a grown child. Ugh. Oh, hell no. And become a nurse, a maid, a chef, and a therapist. This is the worst kind of discrimination. The kind against me. I can't believe this. Oh, send it. Really? We're making this argument now? Actually, ma'am, if we want to make that argument, is it not you are the child because I'm providing for you? I'm taking on the father role, providing for you, and on top of it, you're, you're throwing a tantrum and being ungrateful. Again, who is the child here? Can we have that conversation? But again, this is the echo chamber that the women are in because otherwise they can't... See, if they brought this nonsense to my channel, we could have a debate about it. We, I could show them where they're wrong. But they aren't coming to my channel because they know that I'm going to hit them with the logic... But they don't want logic. They want me to just blindly agree with them and be a gump. Like so many men are willing to do in hopes of getting some vagina. Let's see what else we got here. But they market it as young women, a young girl's dream to be married when women rarely benefit as a whole. 
Um, so you're saying there's no benefit in having a house that's paid for, having a mortgage that's paid for, having your groceries paid for, having your roof paid for, having everything paid for. There's no benefit. There's no benefit in you then having kids, which then serve as a validation to you as a woman and make sure the man can't just dip on you because the minute he does, you can take him to court, take the kids, take half the assets, and you get the victim card on top of it all to start over and blame other men. Oh yeah, no benefits at all. Oh, hell no. Get out of here, man. See, this is the problem. See, this is why I can't tell you marriage is good because a lot of women, they don't want to actually get married. They just want to plan the divorce as a retirement plan on you because when you do get married, your wife will likely become a feminist and end up like this, like this woman right here. Let's play this. A woman talking about her ex-husband and how replaceable women are for men. And I can attest to this. It's crazy. So in my youth, I was raised by the patriarchy, as most of us women are. I love the poorly educated. I understood my worth, but we'll get to that later. So being married, I did everything i cooked i cleaned i set up events i had the friends i pushed buttons and sat around and waited for the button and the machines to be done again where's the hard work exactly can someone explain to me i cooked and i cleaned in other words um i pushed a couple buttons i i i brought the clothes i put them in a machine and i pushed a button and walked away oh my that's so hard Oh, I, I grabbed a couple ingredients and I threw it in the in the oven or I threw it in the pan and then I fried it up and if anybody complained about it, I, I threw a fit. Wow, that's that's a lot of work. Wow. I set up events. I shot a couple text messages and told a couple people what we're doing, when, where, and everything else. Oh my, that's so hard. Again, this is the... You know what's really telling? I gotta, I gotta stop right here. You wanna know why I don't believe this at all? I'll tell you why. Because when men are given the option to become stay-at-home dads, you don't hear men talk like this. Do the men say, oh, oh, this is so hard. Oh, there's so much. I'm doing so much domestic labor and I'm being exploited for, for this, that, and the other thing. I'm doing all this unpaid labor. No, they don't. They're like, oh, thank God. Wow, this is easy. I have never heard these so-called stay-at-home husbands not one time have they made a video talking about how hard it is and how they're doing all this unpaid labor and they feel unappreciated. Nope, not once. Which tells you something. It tells you that women are lying about it or they're just that lazy. They're so lazy. Again, I'm going to go back to Esther Vilar's book, The Manipulated Man. She asserted, yes, she, she asserted that women were just lazy. Women were lazy. They were perfectly able to do other things, but for the most part, that men could do, but they saw no reason to do so because a man would do it for them anyway. So they were just became super lazy. And in her words, became a prostitute. So then when you come back to the videos like this one right here, am I supposed to, what else am I supposed to say? You have the easiest job on the planet that n any household husband who does the same thing does not complain. In fact, he treats his wife the way that a wife used to treat a husband. But yet, it's so hard that you feel the need to make videos about it. 
while having your your tiggo biddies in the camera wow great this is quality content i did like i made the dates i did everything for this man that is nowhere near everything who was paying for the house who was paying for the insurance who was paying for the car who was paying for the dog or cat or whatever that you have who was paying for all that not you everything and anytime i asked for help there was always backlash and an argument like as a and it, it was a manipulative tactic yeah by you and eventually it got into fear tactics oh another word look, look at this girl's crazy eyes look at this she crazy bro look at that man look at that oh my goodness brothers get away from women like this man this is this is bad first of all you know, you ever noticed that women are really, really good, supposedly, at calling out the manipulative tactics of men? You want to know why they're so good at it? Because they're the ones who invented it. Where do you think the men learned it from? They learned it from their girlfriends, their wives, their mothers, their sisters. That's where they learned this from. So you know why they're so good at calling it out, quote-unquote? Because they learned it from the women. That's why. They've done it so many times, they know exactly what it looks like. See, gentlemen, there, how long, this video is over almost six minutes long, and we didn't even get through one minute of it. And I have to listen to this rubbish about how hard it is to push a couple buttons. And yet, I have never seen a single man who is in this role complain about this. Not one time. Does that not tell you something? That women might just be lazy? And again, there's always exceptions to the rule. I can't believe I even have to say that. But everybody knows that there's always exceptions to the rule. But for God's sakes, you literally are at the crib. Even if you have a job, you're not making as much as your husband. So guess what? You're going to have to pick up the slack in other areas. That's how it works. But why, there, okay, there is no such thing as a gender war. I want to put that right out the gate. Men and women are not at war. Men are at war with other men, as it has been since the beginning of time. Men are not at war with women. We've never been at war with women. There's no point. Men do not compete against women like this. You want to know how I say, why I'd say that and how? Answer. Because back in 2019, no, it was actually back at the beginning of 2020, before the pandemic started, Men, I mean, women were taking a victory lap about how they'd finally passed up men in the workplace and they were throwing a celebrate good times party and they were living it up and they were so happy. And then as soon as the pandemic hit, bam, all, all of their jobs got cut. All their jobs got cut. Which tells me you are not essential. You are being puffed up by the system, by the corporations, by a big daddy government. And then as soon as that happened, slashed completely out now now we're dealing with lazy girl jobs and whatnot which most jobs that have that are women jobs are lazy jobs i'm not saying it it was esther vilar's book who said that she was the one where i got this idea from which i it totally made starting to make sense to me and if you want to prove me wrong feel free to prove me wrong because and don't come in here with your feelings i don't care about your feelings they don't matter i care about logic and facts so if you can logically prove me wrong, go on over to my ex, at Sheep Get Sheared, hit me up in the DMs, 
They're wide open. You're welcome to do it. Or you can leave them in the comment section, leave your argument. Or if you want to leave your hurt comment, sounding like Bender. This is the worst kind of discrimination. The kind against me. You want to sound like Bender, go right ahead. That's your choice. But my friends, this is why I tell you men don't benefit from marriages. Because you have to deal with women like that. The, oh, I have to do the bare minimum and oh, it's so horrible. How dare you make me do the bare minimum that machines mostly do anyway. Meanwhile, the dudes out there climbing the corporate ladder working his behind off, and you want to complain about doing the most basic crud. That, that, that's hard. And then if he doesn't want to contribute, then he's the problem, not you for complaining about doing basic stuff. That you're probably not even good at to begin with. And I'm not saying that because you're a woman, I'm saying that because if you look at the best chefs in the world, they're men. That's the way it works. And look, at the end of the day, if you think you have a benefit for men in marriage, I'd be glad, I'm happy to hear it. Please, please tell it to me because I don't think there is. The only conceivable benefit, which is already a double-edged sword, is that they, quote, move up the corporate ladder faster, which that's more of a double-edged sword because let's say that's true, then what happens if... The marriage, if the divorce happens, or let's pretend like he has an opportunity at another, at another company, but he can't risk the instability because then the family will fall under. It's not just him anymore. He can't take those risks. Well, then he's been hindered. See how that works? Again, just one example. But again, I'm not making this up because I'm hurt. I'm telling you this because you need to understand the truth of reality. And reality is often disappointing. And it is only through understanding reality that you can attempt to make it what you want. Find your own little pocket of it. It's the only way you can do it. And there's no reality stone out here. Thanos will tell you. He has the reality stone, not you. Because he was the one willing to make that sacrifice. Fine. I'll do it myself. And you need to have that same mentality of I'll do it myself. And it takes sacrifice. My friends, if you have any thoughts, comments, concerns, criticisms, whatever, feel free to leave it. You know how to you know how to get in contact with me. Comment section, head over to my Twitter page, whatever you want. Wide open. Go ahead. My friends, stay informed. Stay vigilant, please. And for God's sakes, question everything. Not just some things, everything that comes your way. Because that's the only way you're ever going to develop your own personal philosophy and make it in this life. I'm out of here. Peace.